Today we're going to be talking about vocation, what it is, and how to foster vocations in your children. So if that's something you're interested in, stay tuned. Welcome to What Laura Likes, where we pursue sainthood through the vocation of marriage. In this podcast, we talk about all the things that are necessary to a wife and mother, from our faith to what's for dinner and everything in between. This audio is taken from a 2022 YouTube video. If you'd like to see the video for this and other episodes, you can head to my YouTube channel, What Laura Likes. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review if it adds value to your life. Also, consider supporting this podcast on Patreon to help it continue. You can find out more about me or contact me by heading to my website, whatlauralikes.com, or following me on Instagram at whatlauralikes18. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, so my question for you right off the bat is, do you talk to your children about the religious life? Now, As a Catholic growing up, no one ever asked me if I wanted to be a nun. If I wanted to consider the convent life, celibacy, it never came up. I was asked what kind of job I wanted, what kind of, you know, what I wanted to study in college, what I wanted to be when I grow up. And of course, that had nothing to do with being a mother. It was all about like what I was going to do in society, how, what kind of worker be I was going to be. It wasn't until recently that I have really understood my vocation as a wife and mother. And that is why I stay home. That is why I homeschool. That is why I bring my husband coffee at work and make dinner and clean the house and do all these things in a hopefully joyful way because they are such a blessing and this is my vocation. And ladies, if you guys are watching, all the Catholic YouTuber mothers have really helped me understand my vocation that much more. And so I thank each and every one of you that I've met over the last year. You don't even know how much you've helped guide me towards being a better wife, mother, and really embracing my vocation. So before we get into how I talk to my kids about vocations and what that looks like, I'm going to give you a little definition from this great big green catechism that I got that I absolutely love. I love this thing. It says vocation, the calling or, or destiny we have in this life and hereafter. God has created the human person to love and serve him. The fulfillment of this vocation is eternal happiness. Christ calls the faithful to the perfection of holiness. The vocation of the laity consists of seeking the kingdom of God by engaging in temporal affairs and directing them according to God's will. Priestly and religious vocations are dedicated to the service of the church as the universal sacrament of salvation. Now, I know that there are those two were laity and religious holy orders, right? And there is a lot there that I could unpack. But for the way that I address it with my kids, there are two options in life. You get married and have children as a sacramental marriage in the Catholic Church, or you take religious vows. Now, the reason I present it in that way is one, that was never how vocation was presented to me. Like vocation wasn't even presented to me at all. And I think that there is a real truth if you look at the Catholic community in general, those really are like our two main vocations, right? You either go towards the holy life and celibacy and take vows and serve the church in that manner, or you become a husband or wife and raise children. Yes, there are jobs that are involved, like they said in the definition of how the lady, lady fulfills God's will in temporal works. Totally true. But I think that we have to put the vocation of our children with, with either married marriage or holy orders up front, especially at a young age, 
so that they can really discern where God is calling them. Now, in my house, this looks like a lot of Catholicism. My children are just drenched in Catholicism daily. And we talk about eternity. We talk about serving our Lord. We talk about our sins. We talk about death. We talk about God's will. That doesn't mean they don't have hobbies. It doesn't mean they don't have, they can't go to college, but it does mean that it's something they think about a lot. And I love that it's presented to them because I think that we underestimate our children sometimes and we don't present them with things that we think are maybe high level. Like, oh, I'll talk about my kid being a priest at 16. No, talk about it at three, because trust me, the earlier that you allow the Holy Spirit to kind of get in there and you allow your child to open their heart to the Holy Spirit, I don't think we would have this kind of shortage of priests if parents did this more. Well, let's talk about Chloe first because I actually think that fostering Neil is a bit easier. One of the ways that I foster Chloe is I introduce her to stories of nuns. So these are the Life of a Saint books. They're printed by Magnificat and Ignatius Press. And I have St. Therese. St. Bernadette, and Mother Teresa. Now, those books are amazing. I highly, highly suggest them. I totally love I want them all. They have voice too. I introduce Chloe to the lives of the saints, so that, or to the lives of nuns, so that she can get an idea of what that looks like. And she's already expressing a desire to serve the poor. She's funny though, because we are talking about Mother Teresa and how Mother Teresa really wanted to like travel. And she was like, yeah, I don't feel called to travel, like maybe to California. So cute. Obviously, the more you expose your children to different walks that saints have taken over their lifespan, the more the child kind of goes, okay, well, which walk do I feel called to go on? Reading those saint stories, especially nuns to girls, is an amazing way to get that thought process started because most of us don't know a nun. As Chloe gets older, I do plan on hopefully touring a convent, if that's even a possibility, so that I can give Chloe an idea of what that looks like. But I do know that like she's already kind of wanting to serve the poor, like the way Mother Teresa did. And so I can always look up things about, I think, the Sisters of Charity and kind of go in that direction. The other way that I foster her interest in religious life is that I read books on the saints myself so that we can talk about it and so that I can share with her like, oh, did you know that in St. Therese's life, like this was what it was like when she was a novice or, you know, there's such great resources out there like this. And I think that as a mother, having some basic understanding is really helpful. And then for Neil, obviously Neil gets to witness a priest at least once a week when we go to mass. And he already is just has such a fondness for priests. He loves to hug father. We have three priests we interact with on an almost weekly basis. And so he likes to hug them, high five them. He chats with them. He gets very, very upset. He does not say hi to them when we're leaving. He tells them that he wants to be a priest. It's a very cool thing. And I, and obviously as he gets older, they both will be altar servers, but especially Neil will be an altar server. That way, you know, he can kind of get an idea of the mass more. And we talk a lot about the mass. We watch mass on EWTN. We talk about what father's doing at different parts of the mass. And he's only five. So he's just kind of on that brink of like getting some stuff in terms of the mass. It's such a cool thing to watch him and have him already have these men that he looks up to. I do want to have at least one of our priests over for dinner so that he can kind of, you know, again, just have that more personal relationship with a priest. I think that is such a beautiful relationship that I know I never had. And I think it's probably different for girls and their priests versus like a boy who 
wants to be a priest and like follow in his footsteps kind of thing. It's so cool. I have a couple other books here that I found are really just nice to have around the house. This is a really beautiful Saints and Angels book, mostly saints. And again, it, even with Neil and wanting to be a priest, when you have people, there's so many amazing men saints that were bishops and popes and things that that Neil can look at and say, okay, I want to be like them. And then one more way that I work on fostering for both the kids, this idea of the saints. And so they have this idea of what a vocation would look like if they want to take holy orders is I just got this book, Saint of the Day. This is 100% updated 2018. It has the saints broken down by date and the month is up here. So it's really nice to kind of go through and read about them. What I really loved about this is they have the date, it has the name, and then it has a comment and a story. So it kind of takes you beyond just the, like, the quick bio. And I've actually wanted a book like this, like a compendium of saints for a long time. I absolutely love this one. I just got it. I'll link it down below for sure. But this does also help me just get a better grasp on if the kids have a question about a saint, I can just grab this. You know, I know our phones are super easy, but it still takes time typing in names and doing all that. And this is one of those things that as they get older, they can sit down with and, you know, really wrap their heads around different saints, what that looks like. And, you know, again, contemplate their future and their purpose in life. I highly suggest having books like this around, especially if you have older children. But I know that Chloe is almost to the point where she can read almost anything, you know, and really struggle through it. I told her that I want to have a, almost like a Catholic library in our house for both of them, as well as like me and, and the kids. Is Because even though I'm into minimalism and calling a lot of our things, this is kind of stuff is not in the library. And so if there's a book that we can't get at the library, I think I am going to want to keep it in our home as long as it's giving us value, because it's important to have those resources for your kids. The other reason I wanted to do a video about this, which I was going to do a video anyway, but I thought it was really cool timing, is Liz sent me from Auspice Designs. She made this little pin and it is Our Lady Rosa Mystica. Now, I didn't know anything about Our Lady Rosa Mystica. I had to look her up. But in 1947, in the northern city in Italy, she appeared to, I think, a man. I think there's like seven apparitions. I don't know all the details, but I do know that the, if you purchase a pin, that the funds go help support the Labore Society, which actually, which does have to do with vocations, because Labore Society, if you haven't heard already, a society that helps young men and women who have student debt pay it off so that they can pursue being a priest or holy orders, because I don't think that you can join seminary or anything else down that walk. If you have student debt, which does make a lot of sense, but I think it's something maybe we didn't, I don't, I, I know I never even thought about it because of course there's a lot of people who go to college and then decide, oh yeah, I actually want to be a priest, but now I have $40,000 in debt or more like me. So this society helps them pay off it quickly. They don't give them money, I don't think, but they help them figure a way to do it. So if you want to look, learn up more, I will pin the Laborious Society down below. But also, if you want to support Liz at Auspice Designs, I will show you where her pins are. If you are into pins or specifically Marian pins, this is really pretty. She also gave me this really nice prayer card with the prayer to the Rosa Mystica for a special intention. And of course, one thing you can make your intention is to pray for your children to be open to God's will, be open to holy orders, and 
see where that can lead them. And so I will put this prayer down in the description. So God bless and have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you guys again soon. listening to the what laura likes podcast if you found value in this podcast please give this a rating it really helps other people find this message find this ministry and i really hope to see you over at the community it's community.whatlauralikes.com it's over on mighty networks and i just cannot wait to see you you can find more about me over at whatlauralikes.com and until next time pursue sainthood through your vocation of marriage bye